Hello, Yellows, and welcome to something a little bit different on Talk Norwich City. Who is staying up? Who is going down? Welcome aboard for tonight's Battle of Survival Live. Now, of course, I, I could have had Conor McGilligan on uh, from one Leeds fan channel, but as you could imagine, um, I'm still angry at our Leeds no-show, so couldn't bear to see his face on here tonight. Um, so introducing the guests that we do have tonight, first of all, in the Watford corner, we have got Mike Parkin from the Rookery End podcast. Mike, how are you? Uh, football aside, I'm really good. But if we take football into consideration, I'm about as miserable as uh, miserable can be. Perfect start. Thank you very much, Mike. Of course, in the Burnley corner, we've got Liam, aka Official Vizek, back for some more. He's already been on Talk Norwich City this season, haven't you, mate? Oh, yeah, absolutely love it. I can't wait to go through even more pain. I mean, let's be real here, each one of us four, we, we, we've been through a lot this year, so we need to like be supportive of each other because the rest <laughs> of the league top six, they're all against us. They're just laughing at us each week on Twitter. So we're here as like a support group, almost like a counselling session. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, screw battle for survival. We'll, we'll just we'll just go for a joint um, relegation counselling session. I, I, I love that. And of course, and surprisingly, and I didn't quite, I would never have imagined that we would have <laughs> Everton in this conversation. But joining us from the Everton corner, we've yeah. got Edward James of the All Together Now podcast and associated uh, with, with the Toffee uh, with the Toffee Boys as well. Edward, how are you doing? Um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm just. I guess I'm also surprised to be here. Just million <laughs> he absolutely like, hates it. <laughs> oh, it's just this season has been a complete mess. Um, I went to Crystal Palace yesterday to watch another shower of absolute crap in the FA Cup. <laughs> and, yeah, not 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 been a great season. Not been a great season at all. Edward, Edward, just 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 a quick comment on on the attire. It seems you're wearing a black tie. Is that because you're you're and um, with, with us today for, for Everton's funeral to go down to yeah. the championship. Indeed, indeed, it's a sad day. It's a sad day for us all. Jens, oh. good evening. And of course, I, I have to represent Norwich City, don't I? Um, and uh, and that's that. That's me. And I'll, and I'll be drowning my my sorrows <laughs> with Bacon's over the next few weeks. So don't worry about that. And um, Jens, let's kick off the conversation uh, tonight with a with a very quick summary of your seasons. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll start in the same order. We'll go to you, Mike, first. Just give me a very quick whistle-stop tour of why your season has been so shite. Uh, well, we've had the usual fun and games. We're on to our third head coach of the season, so we'll get that out of the way. If you've got any sort of manager, head coach jokes, let's get them all out, <laughs> get them out of your system. So we've done that. We've tried the usual uh, array of different head coaches, none of which um, have worked. And we've ended up with, uh, with good old Uncle Roy at the helm. Um, who seems to have turned things around a little bit. Um, but I think the bottom line is we failed to get the head coach right and we failed to strengthen the squad. So our head coaches haven't been good enough and our players haven't been good enough. And that's kind of when you end up down the bottom of the table, I think. It, it sounds pretty reductive. It sounds pretty simple. But that's yeah. what it is. We didn't strengthen well enough in the summer. And it looks like we got the, the choice of, of the man to lead them wrong as well. So, And then more latterly, the home form, you lot think you've had it bad. We've lost at eight, last eight games in a row at home. Get uh, in. That's a lot of L's in a row. Um, so yeah, the home form more latterly is the is the is the big concern. And the and the brilliant thing for you lot is any chance of survival we've got 
hinges completely on our home form. So we've got to play Burnley, we've got to play Leeds, we've got to play Brentford, we've got to play Everton, and we've got to play Leicester um, at home. So if we are going to be even in with a sniff, we need to win at home. We've won two at home all season. So, Mike, uh, Mike, we will we will get up your um, your your run in. Uh, we are going to go through the run ins and go through these games in in some detail. And I, I appreciate you giving us a whistle stop tour there of Watford's misery. Um, m- moving on, I guess to to Burnley's misery now, Liam. Let, let's talk talk us through this season. Perhaps since last time we spoke, why has it got so bad all of a sudden? Is it weird if I say that? I don't know. No. It's just like, like this is like literally the most expected thing ever. Everyone knew that Burnley eventually will get caught up by our lack of spending in recent years, and eventually we'll just have an aging team that can't compete and will get found out. That's the most simplest way I can really say it. Um, with Burnley, really, um, like that's really it. We've got an aging team. If you look at our team from back in 17 18 season, it is pretty much the same, but like three players and eventually in a system which we play in which is a very hard working gritty physical team if you look at our team i think we are literally the most we're the oldest team starting 11 in the league so it catches up to you like our highest we've got no pace and in the premier league you need pace and yes corner is the only thing that we have hope for us and that's it um i guess vegas as well but he's he's even slower than me so Essentially, uh, no one is surprised by seeing Burnley down here up uh, again. And if anything, that is one of our main uh, strengths is the fact that we've been here, we've done that and we've come out and we've survived. So that's our weakness is almost our strength almost. So, yeah, that's where I stand right now. I don't think it's even been that bad. It's just that usually there's three teams worse than us. One of them usually being Norwich. So <laughs> we've got, got one of them ticked off the list. We've got one ticked off. I think, you know, let's be real here. I think I'm looking at the chat. You're all Norwich fans are saying, all right, so who's coming down with us? Let's be real here. <laughs> yeah. so, I am, like... Liam, Liam, when I promoted this on, on our Talk Norwich City socials, we, the grief that we got from people saying, this isn't even a debate, of course we're already down. So the Norwich fans are like, I'm just hosting tonight. It's between you three very much so. And Liam, we will go into to more details about who's more likely to survive, strength of squads, etc. as this debate goes on. Now, moving on to Everton, Edward, quite frankly, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> very, very good question. Um, I just, I, I, if you looked at it at the start of the season, the management appointment was just the worst one to go for. It doesn't matter that he's an ex-Liverpool manager. It's, it's already splitting the fan base. It's already, it's just setting the wheels in motion. And every single person has said... It's one of, if not the worst appointment in the club history. He he took out a lot of the medical staff. He took out a, a lot of the backroom staff, which I think was underestimated. And we then lost our two most creative players from last season in Luca Dean and Hamraz Rodriguez. Mm. And just replaced it with quality that isn't on the same ability. And then this squad has like gone through so many managers, though, now that I think it's actually finally starting to catch up with them because the fans wanted Lampard being brought in and they're now going to back him. They're not going to back this squad anymore because they've gone, most of them have gone through probably at least about six managers and it's nearly gone to the rate of a manager a season in terms of... Sounds good to me. 
Yeah, go to Watford. You're making him jealous. <laughs> Edward, would you put it purely down to the the bonkers decision, in my opinion, of hiring Rafa? Is that why you're here? Because I do I look at Everton and even still now I think the talent that you've got in that squad, it should be nowhere near where they are. Yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing is the squad of our size, you'd say <clears throat> mid table at the lowest. And it's it's just purely because of what they've done in previous games in previous seasons. But you you look at the manager coming in, it was the wrong decision from the offset. You look at this squad of players that has somehow managed to just ride it lucky every time. And there's 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 just no fight there at the moment. This this squad we got are in no like viable way to be up for a relegation battle. We've got to basically rely on other people, other teams losing games and really losing track of form. And I think like, well, like Leeds, I mean, Leeds, for example, have lost about four players to injury and it's massive for us because then that means we can, fingers crossed at least, try and catch up with them. But there's nothing there for us to fight because we've won one away game all season and our home form is frankly horrendous, really, really bad. Some really, really valid points in there. And just to remind people, we would have had Connor on, um, but for, for, from one Leeds, but um, uh, I, I just cannot compute having him on. And plus, I thought it'd be good to mix up. And uh, I just, I quite like the novelty of having an Everton fan on the channel for a relegation conversation. It's, it's completely bonkers. Before we go to the next question, lads, let's just quickly go to the comments section and say hello to everyone. Thanks so much to everyone that's tuning in so far. And if you're watching back, do give this a thumbs up if you are enjoying the show. Alex in it, in with a Norwich chant. Lovely to see you, Alex. Hello to Cameron. I first, uh, Jesus. Yeah, he's up for it. Alex is well up for it tonight. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a Watford fan in the house. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love to see it. And also, it's me, James E. says, nice to see Pookie on the pod. I think he's referencing you there. Mike, do you look like Timmy Pookie? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I've probably scored about as many goals as him this season as well. <laughs> Jesus, go. okay, Christ. <laughs> well, you got to. I've got to get my digs in while I can because I'm going to get hammered as the uh, as the evening goes well, on. That's right. He has eight goals, like Pookie yeah. this year. Well researched, Liam. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. James asked, "Is Monday I'm night depressed?" Liam's discussed this already. This is probably going to be more like a therapy session than a than a debate. Uh, but but here you go. Josh is saying so. Basically, who's coming down with us? Yes, Norwich fans. Disclaimer: I don't think we'll survive. My hope was all but lost after that Brentford defeat. Um, Antonio in with a first shout. Norwich, Watford, and Everton to go. Down. Get in. There you right, go, and there, boys. See you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much to everyone in the comment section already. And. Um, now, I want to plunge you three now into um, into a depth of darkness that you don't want to go into. Imagine you go down. Just how bad it, would it be for your clubs? Now, I am going to start with Liam because I remember you coming on the opposition preview, mate, ahead of our um, woeful fixture at Turf Moor earlier on in the season. And um, you said without Sean Dyche, you would be a League One club. Do you stand by that? I mean, I feel like Burnley's success is completely reliant on Sean Dyche staying because event, pretty much 
I don't want to say it's a light for light, but because of how impactful he is in a club, he's been at Burnley for nine years now, nine, actually it's touching 10 years now this year, would be after wow. Watford sacked him for, who was it? Was it Zola, was it? Zola, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Watford um, sacked, um, sacked him for Zola. Well, that went really well for him, I think. Um, and I feel like if he leaves, the impact that will leave is just so devastating. So, yeah, if Sean Dash leaves Burnley, which I don't think he will because he's got three years left in a contract, so either he was, he's just going to leave a guarantee contract. But I wouldn't blame him because it'd be another three-year, four-year job for him. So, look, if we go down this year, I actually think that we could be okay just based on the players that I think won't leave because, I'll be honest, I'd be looking at our team. And this is where if Everton goes down, it would be a serious problem. But for Burnley, if you look at us, there's not many players that would really leave us. Like five at I most, can... like Corne, Vegas, Port probably will leave. I don't even think Dwight Manu would even leave at this stage. You know, Tarkowski is already going. So it's like the main core of our team will still be there. Who's already won the league and went 23 undefeated a couple of years back. And we're looking at this model, we're doing better. So... If if we do go down, I wouldn't actually think it'll be the end of the world. And if anything, for some Burnley fans, it'd be a welcome addition because we could have like some our Derby days of Blackburn with Preston with your know, order that's around us. Hopefully, do them in, then go back up again, like what you guys always do, you know, every single year. So, like some Burnley fans are actually looking forward to maybe going down just to have that one year go championship away days, and then hopefully try and re- rebuild on that. And if Sean Dash stays, I think that could happen. Okay, but if but but. I think it's pretty evident now that you could say that Sean Dyche is an established Premier League manager that should be managing a Premier League football club at all times. So what happens if a club that survives come in for him? I don't think anyone will. And you don't think he'd leave either? He's a Burnley boy no. forever? I, I mean, he's at Everton, I think. Linked with him. Leicester yeah, linked yeah, with him. It was, it was quite a few times his name. Is that Michael Silva left, I believe? And there were some strong what? links of Dyche. Pretty, pretty much it's been every manager since, um, I think it was since the Koeman left and then they said about Dyche. And, but Dyche has been in every yeah. conversation and a lot of Everton fans now are saying they'd have Dyche every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will do more more Dyche conversation for sure. And um, but before I'm not going to go to you just yet, Edward, because I want you to to rack up just how bad it's going to be for your club. But let let's go let's go to to Mike, of course, in the in the Watford corner. Mike, I feel personally like Watford, similar to Norwich. I think you've got the capabilities to bounce back because you're used to it. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it's really hard to assess. I think Watford supporters are waiting with bated breath for the accounts, really, just to see how financially stable Watford are. I mean, like all of us, apart from apart from Everton, now we haven't got massively wealthy owners, and obviously we had that season down in the down in the Championship, came straight back up. But what we did, we kept most of our decent players, people like Ismail Assar, on on pretty good money. But I think that left us pretty tight. And I think the accounts might be quite telling this time around because it's a bit boring talking about money straight away. But I think it's quite a, a serious uh, point for a, for a club like Watford, a club the size of Watford. So we're waiting to see what the what the money side of things is like. But similar to Liam, I think we would probably maintain that we'd probably keep the players that we'd want to keep. Ismail Assar is going to leave, certainly, yeah. regardless of whether we go up or, or stay down. I think Emmanuel Dennis will will move on as well. But I heard Edward say it there. In terms of a spine... I think we'll be able to to keep a relatively decent spine, a competitive spine, um, to to have a decent crack at the championship. I mean, that's not to say it wouldn't be 
really, really difficult. Everyone says it's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. For us as supporters, there's a lot to go out and there's loads of away days that we yeah. can we can get crack out. It's easier to get tickets, yada, yada, yada. But the reality is you want to see your team successful and bouncing back up. And it's it could go either way really easily for Watford, I think. Um, I think we're going to find out pretty, pretty quickly. But I think we'd have a... I think Watford supporters would go in pretty confident of at least being competitive. Mm. But summers at Vicarage Road are always completely unhinged. There's going to be a new head coach will definitely come in. There's no way Roy Hodgson yeah. um, will want to manage Watford, whether whatever division we're in next year. I think it's it's pretty fair to say him and Ray Lewington will be leaving. So there'll be a new head coach coming in. There'll be all the usual transfer nonsense about some of our bigger names. Sar and Dennis have already mentioned. I'm sure João Pedro will catch the eye as well for some. Uh, Imran Luzer, another one that might be uh, in the uh, in the targets of, of some Premier League clubs. So one thing's guaranteed, it'll be an absolutely bonkers summer at Vicarage Road either way. But I think the reality is most Watford fans would be pretty confident of at least looking at the playoffs or, or something like that. OK, so for Burnley and for Watford, it sounds like it's not the end of the world. Edward! Edward, <laughs> do you have your list ready? And I will start with, there is a new stadium on the horizon. Yeah. What yeah. happens there? It's, it's a big, big, fat problem. And I'd say if you've, if you've got like 10 hours free to just explain every single issue. I mean, I've... I've seen a lot of comments from people say, and we had some saying it yesterday, they wanted Lampard out already. The fan base is so toxic at the moment. Yeah. There is no support for this team. And if we go down with the championship, it is going to be an absolute car crash. This, the, 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 FF, the FFP has screwed us over this season. So God knows what it could be like next season because there's been reports of the fines, points deductions. And I think if we... If we do go down, we could follow the route of it's extreme, but Derby and maybe even Bury to a certain extent, because a lot of the money is going into this stadium, and we haven't then got the money for these players that were meant to have linked to build us up for this new stadium that we'll have in a couple of years. And I, I'd go as far to say I'd bin off the stadium if it means we were guaranteed to stay up, purely because. We don't. We don't need a new stadium right now. We need a spine. We need a. You need a team. A team. We need a foundation. I mean, there's no point in putting in foundations for a new stadium, a new story for Everton if the old one is nothing but a, just a shell. Because the money that we've spent over the past five years has caught up with us, and rightly so. And yeah. it's it's just shown what can happen when you have. Um, Owners come in that spend a lot of money, and they they don't really know what they're doing half the time. I mean, these I think it's going to be the likes of Newcastle will learn from us. And I think if, say, for example, Burnley getting new owners, I think if Watford would get in new owners, your fan base is there that would be able to, I guess, identify the right the right people to come in and know what they're doing because Everton is going to be the story of how not to do it, basically. Yeah. It's, I mean, we got new owners literally last year, Burnley. Yeah, but yeah, like no one uh, could tell, no one could tell because literally went from like being the 18th poorest team in the league to being the 17th poorest team in the league, and yeah. went, went from like 80 million net worth owners like 200 mil, which is nothing because Netsup is brighter with 17th. 
Yeah. So, 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 so Bryce is 17th with a billion net worth. Yeah. So like it's so like us three, like Norwich, Watford, you know, us, us and Brentford, we're like the scum of the league. We're the scum. Gosh. We're just here trying to make the best out of it, really, because financially it's an absolute mess this week. Liam, 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 we haven't even got we're not even in your league. We haven't got a pot to piss in. We've got twenty. 25. You spent fifty mil, but again, um, yeah, Brendan has a lot of course. Five million. Last time we were in the Premier League, we spent three hundred thousand pounds. We, we spent did- nine hundred thousand pounds last season. Be fair, we did spend fifty million. I'll, 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 I'll give you that. And Ed then, would have like a, a hundred million in one window, maybe. Just oh, so God, many different. Sure. There's just so many different players and styles, isn't there, Edward? But we will go on to that in a minute. And you yeah. do have some support in the comment section, which I'm going to go to now. Uh, Owen Comans says Ed repping the Toffee Blues crew. Norwich, Burnley, Watford to go down up the fucking Toffees. Um, interesting statement indeed. Um, let's see what everyone else is staying. Wow. Um, I think it's me, James. He is clearly on the Lakens tonight. Um, he thinks that Norwich are going to uh, stay up, which is a very interesting statement. And this is a good question from, from Jacob. Um, and I'll ask each of you three boys for a yes or no answer, starting with you, Mike. Do Leeds stay up or do they go down? I think they stay up. I think uh, I think Ellen Road is when it's when it's when they're on side. It's such a difficult place to go, and I think that's worth a worth an extra man. Um, they've suffered pretty much all season there, but it feels to me just like they've turned the corner a little bit. A massive, massive result away at Wolves, absolutely superb, and it's stuff like that that can really kickstart a season, isn't it? I mean, we would have said that about about Everton, their result against Newcastle, but they uh, reverted to type pretty quickly. Um, at the weekend, didn't they? But I think Leeds. It just feels to me like they've got a bit of a bit of momentum out of out of everyone else, and I, I think they'll be. I think they'll be clear. And it's the right time, isn't it, Liam? Do you, do you agree with Mike on that? Is is it is have team hit have Leeds hit form at the right time? I mean, I thought with Leeds, I thought that they could definitely go down, but the fact that they. I know Wolves had 10 men, but to go from 2-0 down, having like three players injured and then to bring it back. Literally, I think we were all, we like we were all together here when we saw that. We looked at our phone and we're just there like, for God, like, I, I don't know if I can swear or not, but for F's sake, are you, like, I, I, was, I was swearing like mad. I was like, this is actually a sick joke. That is yeah. actually unfair for my heart. Like, are you serious? Like wolves, I, I hate them. They're they're in the bin now, as far as I'm concerned. They they're no longer a football club. They're now like a, a a safari range in my mind. Because like, how can you do that to us, man? Seriously, because for Leeds, they should be okay. Because look at their fixtures coming up. It's like you know what? Yeah, with their momentum, you got Southampton next. Southampton always gives away free wins when it's the end of the year because they just don't care anymore. The they beach. got Watford away. They're yeah. pro- I mean, that'd be a tough game now, but like, I just think it'd be okay. For me, I think Brentford is still not, they're not away from us. Ooh, I still, I look at their running, they've got Chelsea up next and West Ham, they got Watford away, to be fair. Then yeah. Spurs and Manchester United, they've not got a good running with Brentford. But, yeah. but both Everton, both Leeds and Brentford, they're seven and what, eight points clear, respectively, which is one of us has got to win three mm. and they've got to lose three. Even so, to get even to get past them, so I know it's not. I know it's definitely unlikely, most definitely. But like, there to dream. Or it takes us two wins in a row, and it looks like you're out yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, put a bit of pressure um, on. And, um, and Edward, what about you? Do, do Leeds stay up, or do you think they'll drop into it? I think they. I think they go down. Ooh. I'm going to offer up something controversial. I Why? think. I think Burnley stay up, and Everton stay up, and I think Leeds go down. Mm. 
Oh, wait, what? Because, well, no. I did not expect that. What? <laughs> Thanks. No, no, no. I just, I, I genuinely think it's just something about Sean Dyche knows how to get out of a situation like the one he's currently in, and I don't, I don't feel inspired by Jesse Marsh. And we've got to remember, they may have overturned a two-nil win against Wolves, but it was for a controversial red card, which yeah, at that point Wolves were very controlling in the game. And um, it's yeah, but you've seen what can happen in that instance when you get a controversial red card against you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, really... I think I think they're good. I think they're decent. I think they're well. They've struggled all season, but I just think. And it's interesting about Sean Dyche. How many relegation battles has he sort of that have really gone down to the wire while while Brentford have been in the in the Premier League? I mean, to be fair, we've not really been that close to it. Like we're usually out by like mid-April. Yeah. Um, close was like 18, 19. But yeah, then I guess the one before that was 14, 15, which we actually went down that year. So he's got he's got experience of going down. Some really good conversation already, gents. And before we go to the next big question, let's go to the comment section. Loads of good comments coming in. Dave says, Chris, are you moderating a forum for teams with actual chances of surviving? <laughs> yes, I am. This is like this is exactly how I like to spend my my Monday evenings indeed. Um, there was also another really good comment in here as well, which was, here we go. Will says, stick this on instead of Monday Night Football. Of course. Why would you watch anything else on a Monday night? Indeed. Um, Terry says, would I rather live in Burnley or Yarmouth? Definitely Burnley. 100% Yarmouth is a hellhole. Um, anyway, let's go back to the debate, lads. Um, if, we, if, if, all, if, what, if we go down, let's talk about who is most likely to bounce straight back up? And I'll go to you first, Edward, because you, you've been last in the, in the last couple of rounds. So who do you think out of Norwich, Watford and Burnley is most likely to bounce immediately back to the Premier League? Norwich. You win that trophy, Chris. You've won that at least. <laughs> first one to go down first and come back up. There you go. No, it's, it's, it's just so obvious because it's like it's just always been the game plan for Norwich. And I think Liam put out in the tweet in one week that it's like you should have a separate league of just them and Fulham yeah. because all they ever seem to do is just go up and then come back down, go up, come back down, go up, come back down. So you've just yeah. you've just got it nailed on. So I, I just think... Like when was Norwich that time Fulham, Chris? I think it was like five years ago because you guys keep on changing positions. <laughs> Honestly, it feels Fulham, like that. Fulham are a bogey club for us as well. Every time we play them, we uh, we lose. Look, I, do you know what, Edward? I, I think people are expecting me to come on tonight fighting. I'm not. It's It's very obvious to see um from from this season's dire um whimpering efforts um in terms of our recruitment that the ambition isn't there to stay in the premier league it's just not because if not we would have we would have signed reinforcements in january and broken the bank to do so and we didn't um so edwards votes norwich mike let's go to you next everton burnley norwich who's most likely to bounce back at the first time of asking yeah, it's a difficult one. It's a good question. I think my, my concern over Burnley is that the reason that they may well drop out of the Premier League or the reason they're in this fight is because they've run out. What Sean Dyche is great at is wringing absolutely everything out of the, the players that he's got. He's an absolute master at making the most of what he's got at his disposal. And it looks like this year that, that just hasn't been enough. And they've the team has stayed relatively constant, hasn't it, for a long time. A lot of the names that are at Turf Moor have been there for, for a little while. And I just wonder... They drop out of the division. 
whether this is not the fight that's wrong, but but do you know what I mean? Whether there's that be that impetus to bounce back yeah. at, the, at the first time because of the reasoning behind them dropping out of the division, it's you're on the back foot already. So Burnley, I don't know, I have my have my doubts. I think Sean Dyche, if he stays with them, is is a great factor and a and a huge tick for for Burnley. Everton, of course, if they go down, I mean, I'm sorry, Edward, it'd be the most fascinating thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. I reckon. So just to see Newcastle. how quickly uh, Richarlison leaves, how quickly Decore leaves, how quickly they're all just sort of scattering off uh, on the phone to their agents. And it, just what Everton will have left in, in the championship gone. will be... Sorry. <laughs> ..will be really, really interesting to see. And um, so it, Everton could, of course, romp it if they go down. They could they could maintain a decent squad. They, you'd, you'd like to think they'll be able to attract players of a decent enough calibre to, to make them pretty competitive in the in the championship, but of course Norwich they just have that that sort of they're relentless in the championship, aren't they? They just know it inside out. I think Carrow Road is a brilliant, brilliant stadium when it's full. It's always going to be full, even in the even in the championship. Good support, um, difficult place to go. All the cliches, tick tick tick, ding ding ding. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think probably if I had to put. Um, at my five pound free bet on anyone to go back up out of you three, it would be, I guess, it would be, it'd be Norwich. I think. Go on, two out of two. Let's make it three out of three. Liam, Watford, Everton, Norwich. I'm not saying Norwich. I'm just saying I don't want to make you happy. Come on, I'm not going to make it three out of three. Come on now. No, but I will say with Everton, like I, I, I. I fully agree with Mike. It'd be the most hilarious thing I would ever see in my entire life, seeing how fast those players leave. And the worst part is with Everton, the fact that that is possibly their greatest weakness is the fact that for Burnley, most players that play for Burnley probably won't be playing Premier League next year. At least half of them, right? For Everton, for pretty much all of them, almost something like three or four, they are confident they won't be playing a single second of championship over next year. So are they really fighting for their careers? Are they really up for it for a fight when it really matters? I don't think they will be. Last of Charleston, will we really care about leaving Everton? Mm. I, I know that he likes to, you know, he's got that connection to the fans and that, but he's not going to be sticking with you guys next year. So that yeah. could be your greatest weakness, the fact that your players are too well known and too, you know, uh, reputable that it's almost like in their mind, it doesn't really matter if they go up or if they if they go down, really. So it's not um, so it's Everton, Liam. So, you're going to say Watford over Norwich just to annoy me? No, I'm saying Burnley. Of course I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I mean, I may be biased, I guess. But, like, if Sean Dyche stays, you know, like, he's got the record of the most, um, I think it's a record anyway, of the most games undefeated in, in championship, which is 23. Like, I know that's, like, four five years ago, which is a completely different league. But it, it, it literally, my answer for almost everything in this debate is Sean Dyche. Because in my mind, that makes sense. In yeah. my mind, that makes sense. And it, it could debatably be Watford. It just depends on who the new gaffer is, because I don't know who could be. Because yeah. it's probably not, Roy, probably not Roy, so I don't know who could be. Like, I'm bringing back, like, Steve Bruce, and I'm making an appearance at some stage, half a through the year, because we're not getting sat at West Brom. I don't know. I think, it, I think it'll be Alan Bardew. Just just throw a name out there and merry go around. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, um, I do um, now. Now, Liam, I think Liam is confirmed. I'll, 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 I'll allow him to pick Burnley. And um, Edward, you have been um, battered there, and I do apologise. I don't want you to come on the show and get battered. Oh, no, it's cool. It's fine. But Honestly, I've, I've had worse batterings of Everton, so it's fine. So I want to give you the right to reply. All of these statements around. 
you know, players leaving, you know, Mike saying it'd be really interesting to watch. Like, what's your response to Mike and Liam on that? I, I think they are absolutely damn right. They Half these players are probably wanting to play in the Premier League because it's it's the best money in it. And unfortunately, wow. it does feel like it's a, it's a gang of mercenaries. So realistically, is it the biggest problem in the world if we get a lot a rid of a lot of these players that have been letting us down for God knows how long? I mean, there's I've gone through countless amounts of tweets and chats of people saying clean slate, like clean slate, yeah, big massive sweep for the entire squad. And there's realistically only about five names, six names, and this is even if we stay in the Premier League next season. Wow, um, like there's only I think about six names that constantly come up, and it's mm. like. Ben Godfrey, it's Jordan Pickford, it's Richarlison, it's Gordon. And yeah. then I think some some of them add in Alan and Calvert-Lewin and Decore. So that's seven names out of 22, 23 that would be, I think, would be accepted next season. Because I think the first, the first couple of names there, they've all put in a lot of effort this season and they mm-hmm. don't deserve to go to go down to the championship. I'll put my hand on my heart and say like if they were to go, I'd want them to go on and do better in their careers um, because I think Richarlison deserves it. The effort he's given, the commitment he's given to us. And you look at Pickford, he's got the commitment and passion every game. Gordon, I think, genuinely could be one of the best young English talents around at the moment. Wow. And it's a bit of a shame he's not in the England squad, to be honest. Um, but give it two years, something like that, he'll probably be starting for England every game. I think I, I agree with a lot of that. I do. And it'll be it will be interesting. I do I do have to lean on to the side of the fence, sorry to say, with with, with Mike and him. It will be fascinating, Everton. Do, do go down. Let's quickly go to the comment section again. James Smith is in with some um, very niche Norwich City banter, which people will laugh at today. Uh, do you think Weber will find us a new striker up Everest? Some Nepalese uh Nepalese, sorry, Wonder Kid, uh, possibly quite and also um welcome aboard. Um I didn't invite him on, but of course Connor from One Leeds fan channel that's in. He says Wolves result may well have kept us up. Incredible result. Still convinced the Scousers have enough to get out of it. Great show, lads. Thank you. Very I much. retract every comment. I want Leeds to stay up. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Edward, your boys, the Toffee Blues are in the house. The stadium overall should be fine in terms of the financing aspect. If we go down, we would just fire sale majority of the players. Thanks for having Ed on. That's no problem at all. Ed is coping well so far indeed. Um, That's an interesting point, Chris, just to jump in on that, because Watford have had um, recent experience of trying to fire sale players and players who have failed in the Premier League on big money aren't that that easy to shift because, A, someone's Mm. got to want them and B, the players got to be able, going to accept, presumably reduced wages. So, selling t- selling players from teams who have been pretty poor is, is not as easy as as you might think. We've learned that from a very very painful experience. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm already feeling that from a North City perspective. We've got a couple of players that we've signed on, you know, eight to sorry for, for eight nine million quid. They're going to be on big money. They're going to be tough to shift when they've been so poor this season. James R, here you go, Ed. I'm going to I'm going to make you feel good. I like you, Ed. There you go, James. I thought I thought I'd make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Nice one, mate. Boys, next question is: Who is the best equipped to survive? And for me, I'm going to put it out there. I think Everton. 
I think there is just, I know they're struggling for form at the moment, but you just can't argue with the talent, in my, in, in my opinion. But I'd be really interested to, to, to hear you, your, your opinion on, on this. Perhaps, Liam, I'll, I'll start with you. Who's, who's, best, who's best equipped to survive out, out of us four? I mean, with Everton, it's very tough because it feels like it's just kind of obvious. It's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're too good to go down, look at their team. And the, ma- the main thing that Everton has, they've got match winners. They got two, yeah. three, four match winners that on their day they can pull out. I mean, I, I still have no idea how you beat Newcastle. Um, I mean, <laughs> and I that is that that is literally like the best example of like they've got that something there that went up against it. They can still somehow grab three points, and that's why I don't think Leeds will go down because I still think that with Leeds they just somehow just grab three points randomly like before Bielsa left they beat West Ham at you know London Stadium that's nothing and you know Burnley used to have that we've struggled with that a lot other than just the last like two random games recently but yeah with Everton they've got some match winners in there so like I feel like when it really comes to it I don't think Frank Lombard is that bad of a manager it's just in this current situation you know he's not really ever been on for a good defensive coach, and that is exactly the main thing that Everton needs right now. So it's really in terms of can he get a hold of the attacking time? Because defensively, I think he'd be running out of time with them lot. So it so, is Everton that is probably best equipped because they've got the team for it. Um, as a Burnley fan, of course, like we've kind of got a reputation of you know grabbing points and you know when against all odds still getting your wins, which we can do that. Um, we've had a few. First 11s, a uh, few players, which I think has kind of been an, an issue for us, like Westwood. I think we should have Cork ahead of him. This is stuff that's boring. You guys don't really care about Burnley's lineups, but like there's a few <laughs> things that some Burnley fans have actually questioned Sean Dyche, and there's been a few that's actually like said Dyche out. Um, I saw a poll, um, the other day, and I think it had like 3,000 votes, and it was like 20% Dyche out, like 21%, which I think is actually like that's. That's huge. Like I'm surprised to even see that. And I think it's because there's been one or two changes of people thinking he's picking favourites. So, yeah, I mean, long story short, I think Everton, they should be the team. But they, it's one of them, isn't it? It's because that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Ed, Edward, what's your response? I'll go to you next because we're speaking about you a lot. Are you the, 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 the best equipped to stay up? Do you have the faith that, that these players that we're claiming you're best equipped with will do the, will do the job? I mean, I, I'll stay. I'll stick it back to we don't seem to have the guts to be able to go and win games away. I think just the biggest, the biggest thing it doesn't even equate with the squad is just going to be the home form. Like, and I think uh, we seem to be, or not really mentioning the fact that Everton and Burnley actually as well both have games in hand on the two teams above them, and it's like if they win those two games, yeah, that's true. They, it's it's a big big shift in terms of places and which teams could fall back into it. So I think our home form will define what league we play in next season. And I don't think it's really is it to do with the fans potentially. But then if we then go down a goal, there's no fight back from the players anyway. It's it's kind of unless we get the first goal, we we don't come back into it and then the fans will jump on the players back. But now this season, everyone I think has sort of woken up to the fact, because obviously we've had the, um, I don't know if you lads have watched much of it. We've had the 27 years campaign this season. Yeah. Um, 
because it's been the longest duration of time we've had no trophy. Obviously, the yeah. last time we won was 1995. Um, and even that's had to be stopped at the moment because everyone's like, we need unity now. Yeah. Um, and especially for these massive games coming up, Chelsea, Man United. Um, I think we've got Brent Brentford on the last home game of the season is going to be massive. Edward, we'll we'll do we'll do the run-ins. Edward, sorry to interrupt you, matey. We're going to do the run-ins in literally just just a minute. Um, but before we do that, Mike, do you think Everton are the are the, be are the best equipped, or would you disagree with that? It's, it's a double-edged sword with them. I think that out of all four of us, they'll have the greatest expectation of getting out of it. A because they're in the best position. They've got games in hand and their points clear. Yeah. They've demonstrably got the best squad. Um, <laughs> but that brings with it expectation and. The crowd at Goodison, mentioned the crowd at, at, at Ellen Road as well. It can go two ways, can't it? I was up there earlier yeah. in the season when Watford pulled off that astonishing win. Uh, and it wasn't a happy place, obviously. But but that happens relatively rel uh, often up there at, at Goodison, it, it feels like. So, it's and as Edward bad. mentioned, if you go behind in the game, it's the players' the heads drop and then the fans get yeah. angry instead of wanting to get behind him. And that's not a criticism of Everton fans. That's how football fans across the board react as a as a rule. When you're in this sort of uh, terrible mind, in this sort of situation, you've been fed up of watching your team um, perform poorly all season. It's very, very difficult to 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 want to get behind them when things get continually worse and worse. There is so, a sorry, you go, Mike. Sorry, mate. Yeah, it's a bit of a double-edged sword at Everton. They've definitely got the best squad, and they they probably have got more chance of winning a surprise game or two. Than, mm. than the rest of us because of that. They've got those game changes, as as mm. Liam said. So Everton pretty handily placed, you'd, you'd like to think. But I do think, looking at Burnley, I think they've got a run in them. I don't yeah. think we've seen that. They, I don't think they've galvanised themselves yet for that, for that little run that we know a Sean Dyche side is going gonna, is gonna, gonna to do. He, he, he always manages to pull it out of the bag and he will at least get Burnley putting pressure on the, on the teams above them and around him. I don't, I, that just hasn't happened yet. So... I'm looking for a late run from from Burnley, but it's in coming. terms of best equipped, it's coming. In I, terms honestly, of best equipped, I'm going to got to go, Evan. Oh well, and actually, and Edward, you you very much re reminded me of, of the fact that we we we're all coming up against. Well, I say we all. We're Norwich are down now. You you two boys, <laughs> you, you two boys are coming up against um, games in hand, FC. So I can understand how that would um, how that would dampen your spirits. Let's go to the run-ins now, chaps. The most well, arguably one of the most important parts of this conversation. Let's start with you, Mike, and um, just talk us through these uh, the, these Watford run-in fixtures, please. How many points are you expecting from these games? Uh, not a lot. Um, I mean, uh, basically, you can you can divide it straight down the middle. Away form, away games are, are absolutely hopeless. Palace is very, very difficult. We might nick a point there if, if we're lucky. But the other away games we've got are Chelsea, uh, Liverpool and Manchester City. So it, you don't need me to tell you what's going what's gonna to happen there. But the, but the home games, Burnley, Everton... Brentford, Leeds, uh, and Leicester. So if Watford are going to if Watford are going to stay in the division, they need to probably win four as a minimum out of those. Mm. Um, but looking at the season as a whole, we've won twice at home all season. We've lost eight at home in a row. Um, Watford, you know, Vicarage Road is is far from a fortress at the moment. It feels like supporters are going out of a sense of duty really at the moment because they're just so used to seeing Watford lose at home and trying to sort of use the international break as a as an opportunity to try and focus on enjoying those last games because if they do win a couple of them, if they do beat Burnley, for example, 
somehow nick a point against Palace, then it does put pressure on, it does ask a question of Everton and it does ask a question of, of even Leeds, depending on how they're doing, because they've got to come to Vicarage Road as well. So yeah. lose at Watford and it's a, a swing. So it, at home is going to what de- defines Watford's, Watford's season. They probably need to win four out of five, if not all five. Which... And, and hope that the other boys lose as well. Yeah, I think but I think the good thing is that they're playing teams around us. So we're playing Burnley, so we're going to take points off them. If we win, playing Leeds, going to take points off them. And, and the same with Everton. So they're massive, massive, massive points if we get them. It's just a massive, massive if, really. And we'll we'll give um we'll give um Mr Vizier the 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 right to reply now that's your uh, running conversation over with um Liam let's go to you now let's look at Burnley's running fixtures and what's, what's your response to to Mike saying it's easy points against Burnley like surely you're not going to let him say that on the channel are you well i mean the, the important fact is that these fixtures you see here are the final four now the thing is the final four is debatably meaningless because you could be already pretty much down by the time it's that stage. And yeah, same yeah, for Watford, true. same for us. So with Burnley, we are out of the four here, possibly in the best position because we probably got the best running. And Everton has by far got the worst running. And we could go to that later on because it is absolutely atrocious. We've <laughs> still got Norwich away. We've still got Everton home. We've still got Watford away. And that's the three teams that's directly around us. We've still got the likes of Southampton at home, which I think could be seen as a, a definitely like, you know, a game that we can go for. Got Wolves at home, which we can also definitely go for. Got Newcastle home last game of the year. I think Newcastle, I think they would probably be happy to, to, to let us win if it means that Everton will go down. Honestly, yeah. I'm seeing that there's a lot of fans that'd be really, they wouldn't even care if they played their under 12 <laughs> against us because if it means that Everton goes down, they're happy for that. So, so Liam, Liam, how many, how many, so I, and I agree with your statement. It probably won't matter by the time you get to these four, but how many points do you expect to get from these last four games? I mean, the thing is, it depends on if we got points beforehand because at this stage, we could be already pretty much down, dead and buried. Mm. Uh, let's see if we're still fighting for it. Let's say we get a, a win at Norwich away or something, get like a draw or win against Everton. Yeah. If I look at that... You're not going to beat us. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna be by then you could be already fight. down and you guys may just be just like <laughs> feet up and on the beach ready for next year. Um, I'll say in these games, I think for Watford away, I think we do play better away from home than what we actually do. Um, at all for whatever reason. So I would say out of these, debatably, I think it'd be seven. I think it'd be seven points there. Spurs will lose. I think we'll get a point against Villa and I think we'll beat Newcastle last game and we'll beat Watford away. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Liam, that is your run-in over with. Let's go to Edward now, the very depressed Everton fan. <laughs> You're doing well, Edward. <laughs> You're doing well, mate. Let's go. Uh, uh, come on. Uh. This is the one, and Liam has said it, and I'm sure Mike's chuckling as well in, in backstage. Look at Everton's run-in. Talk Jeez. to me about this. How many points are you going to get from this, mate? I have no clue here. So, Everton v Chelsea, that could be potentially a point, depending on all the stuff going on with them at the moment. If they don't have fans there, we could get three there, but that's a massive gamble. Leicester away, may as well write that off. Arsenal away, may as well write that one off as well. It's, it comes down to Brentford and Chelsea, basically, if we can get points there. Um, but there's no point in looking at really away fixtures for us because we've only won once away this season, and that was way back in August. 
Edward, Edward, just to put this in the room, and I like Liam's. Liam's got a great point. I don't know why I didn't prepare this better. Um, do you actually think by the time it gets to these four, could Everton already be down? No. I'm I'm putting it out there. I, I'm going to say no, purely because A, of the position we're in at the start of, say, this conversation, yeah, and B, with the games in hand we've got, if we can get a decent, like, start before that run of fixtures if we can win at say burnley i mean the big big fixture is burnley away and then yeah. Watford away their games in hand so if we can get points there any sort of points regardless of if it's three or just one that's massive for us and by then maybe we'll be in a better position but I mean, you give a hammer away is Watford away and Palace at home. Those are your two gives a hand. Ours, ours is um, what's the games in hand? We've got Villa away, Southampton at home, and I think Everton at home was also a game in hand as well. I think. Yeah, because we were meant to have it. I think it was meant to be Boxing Day. And to be honest, the games that we've had to have rescheduled, arguably we should have when we did play them, or when we should have played them. I'd have re- really would rather have had played Burnley and Boxing Day. Just because of the form that it was at the time, whereas now it's become a critical fixture in in the uh, in the season, just for the relegation zone in in general. Um, Palace at home, I think that's probably a winnable game as well. Also depends how they do in terms of in the semi-finals and that. If they do make it to the final, then they've got eyes on another game, so they might rest it, which then meant it could be a bit of, big option for us. But who knows? Who knows? Oh, with us, yeah, and Norwich. <laughs> do you know what i can just tell i'll put it out there do you know what? i will say something that is a bit lively we are going to be a thorn in the side we're definitely going to be a thorn in the side we're like we're down but we're going to piss some people off whilst we're up here i could just feel it i really can and um, right gents before we get in actually no this is the crux of the conversation and um, but i'm not going to let you let you meander i'm not going to let you say anything but yes or no to this question and i'm going to start with the one that no one expected to be down here edward are everton staying in the premier league yes or no yes oh okay Hang on. you did say staying didn't you yes 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 Wow. Okay. It's a big statement. And Edward is gone that Everton are staying up. Uh, Liam, same question to you. Are Burnley staying in the Premier League? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Mike, are Watford staying in the Premier League? Yes or no? Yeah. (laughs) okay well in which case then so liam ask me i'm not staying in the premier league yes or no chris revo at twitter.com and talk norwich city are norwich city staying in the premier league for next season hmm no, we're definitely not. <laughs> Honestly, lads, this has been a joy. It's been so good to talk to three other miserable football fans. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate your 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 time. Have you enjoyed it a little bit? 
It's no. been a great therapy session. It's been Do you know what, Chris? I'm going to say, while we're all gathered here, and I'm assuming there's a lot of... Gathered? Mis- gathered? It's not a funeral, mate. Edward looks a bit different, I'll be honest here. While right. we've convened then together, we're probably being watched by fellow supporters who have all had a rough old torrid season, not much to enjoy. We've got 10, what, 9, 10, 11 games left. I think we should make a pact to just get out there and enjoy it, not worry about it. Whatever yeah. will be, will be. The players will probably carry on being shit. But as supporters, <laughs> we can turn up on a Saturday or a Tuesday and Wednesday, make the most of it, see our mates, have a pint, have a good old sing-song. If we go down, we never know when we're going to be back in the Premier League. So let's just make the most of it. Have a smile on our faces, have a good old sing-song and, uh, and enjoy the football. It's more fun down the bottom than it is in the nonsense at the top. We're Absolutely. the lucky ones, really. Absolutely. So let's get out there and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I can assure you that Edward is not feeling our whatsoever. <laughs> like, us three, we've kind of like got some sort of experience of going down the championship and coming back up. You know, we've done that before. I'm sorry, pal, but Edward, I'm, God, God, God bless your heart, lad. Seriously. <laughs> Nice, nice. Not well said, Pookie. Well said. <laughs> me, and, me, me and Liam are like, yeah, here, here, and Edward's like, oh, fuck off. Yes, yes, wonderful. Yeah. There's no but, way that if Edward gets beat by, is it not? Is it Watford going? To, to, yeah, Watford still faces Everton, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no way that Edward's going to be there smiling with a pint. Maybe eight pints. Maybe if they <laughs> you'll, you'll see me on the front row, just going. Oh, they set this up the whole time, didn't they? <laughs> He's gonna walk on the pitch and probably a time stuff to the post. I don't other lad did. Oh, <laughs> hey, he, he, he's a hero. Stadium, he's man. a hero. He got us the extra time that we needed to get the winner against Newcastle. So you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying the Premier League is corrupt. I think that was perfectly planned for Everton. You know, I want to sign a petition to get that guy back. I want points reduced. If Everton didn't want to be in this sort of mess, they shouldn't have been uh, trying to be Watford B for so long, should they? Nicking Marco oh. Silva, trying to nick the Corre, Richarlison. Now the fire's coming out. Let's Here go. we go. Okay. No. But yeah, no, no, Chris, no, no. what's your dad? Just when when Watford go down next season, it'll be nice to see about another five before they come back to the Premier League. So, you know, it's, it's just fine. Oh, there you go. Boys, I'm I'm loving the fire, but this will have to continue on Twitter because we are um we are out of time. Thank you so much once again. Thank you so much to everyone that's watching live right now. And if you're watching back and you have enjoyed this conversation, do get in touch and um, get involved in the conversation on Twitter. We're at Talk City. These boys are all available on Twitter as well. Just all I'd say is just be kind to Edward, especially because <laughs> because <laughs> he's going through a really torrid time now oh, thank you so much mate. again as always and fingers crossed the next time I speak to you lovely yellows will be after three points at Brighton but I highly doubt it good night <laughs>